All right, let's try to end this thing. Part three, whole, uh, keep hope alive. And so this, uh, all you listening folks out there, this is what faith is about. This is a work of faith in you that moves you. It, you can't help it. The Spirit of the Lord moves you. You've been adopted into a family. And therefore, you now have all the privileges and rights of everybody in that family. You're part of the family. And you also have to go by all the rules. And God wants to give you hope through his spirit. Now, they say this is just a story. But you can believe this story. Because you know what happened to you. And if it hasn't happened to you yet, you just ask the Lord to come into your heart and watch the change that takes place without your help. You ask him, here he comes, and he will move mountains just for you. Why? Because he loves you. Because you invited him into your heart through faith. You believe that he would fix you, that he would help you, that he would change you, that he would give you strength, that he would give you hope. And that's exactly what he's going to do above and beyond what you could ask or think. I, I, I like I like to stop at faith, but you know there's so much more to this, and 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 and, and even these three that Paul speaks of, faith, hope, and love. So let's just deal with the labor of love for a few minutes. Love is at work on us. Love is at work. In us. What does it do, preacher? It changes our attitude. We can't help it. It's just it's just something about the love of Jesus. Just changes our attitude. That's when you know you've met someone who knows Jesus. Huh? Instead of complaining all the time, what do we do? We bless God with our life. And we reach out to others, whether it's through prayer, whether it's through gifts, whether it's hands on. We just believe there's something more we can do to help somebody else other than ourselves. And, and, and despite our affliction, talking about verse six, right here in Thessalonians, despite our persecution, despite our crooked world and politicians and pe preachers and policemen, despite wars and rumors of wars and despite viruses and pestilence and diseases, we still believe. We know that one of these great getting up mornings, our God is going to remove us from all of this malady. The Thessalonians were ostracized at work. They were hounded in their homes. They were arrested by dirty lawmen. False charges made on them. Put in prison in stocks and bonds. All because they believed in Jesus. All because of their newfound faith. You want to love Jesus? Well, we're going to show you what the result of that is.
but they still sounded out to everybody they came in contact with. They still lived Jesus. The Spirit of the Lord still gave them strength. You go back and look at verse 8. Paul said to them, it was a privilege to serve. Wow. After all the things that are done to you in the name of Jesus, because you serve Christ and you have the nerve to say, it's still a privilege to serve. They counted it all joy. They shared their story. Mm, 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 mm. Because they know it's not going to be like this always. They didn't know when, but they said, but we know, as he said, he's coming back for us. And they said, let me tell you about this Jesus and what he's done for me. And you know what? It's like my pastor used to always say. If you run out of something to say, just tell them your testimony. <laughs> Can't nobody take that from you. My, 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 my. Huh? Tell them I came to Jesus as I was, weary, worn, and sad, and I found in him a resting place. He has made me glad. Tell them love lifted me. How did you get out? Man, you used to run with us. You used to be just like us. What happened to you? I found Jesus. And love lifted me. Oh, I was sinking deep in sin. Far from the peaceful shore. Very deeply stained within. Sinking to rise no more. But the master of the sea heard my despairing cry and from the waters he lifted me now safe am i so what was it preacher it was love love lifted me it was what it was love love lifted me when nothing else could help love lifted me I tried rehab. I tried different friends. I tried talking to different counselors. But I still went back to the old way. And then I found Jesus. And love lifted me. Woo, my Lord. It didn't matter what problem or the issue was. Love lifted me. The Thessalonians turned to God from all those idols, from all that mess. And it was the love of God that brought them through every bit of it and every one of their trials. Brought them through all of their pressures, all of their hardships. Showed them that no matter what, God is real. His sustaining grace not only saved us, but keeps us. <laughs> and nowadays, though all we have, all these wedlock 
<laughs> I call them wedlock babies. <coughs> Excuse me. That's not the end of the world. Job loss, through divorce, through financial difficulty, through bereavement. It doesn't matter what it is. Love will lift you out. <coughs> That's some strong love in Jesus. Mm -mm -mm. The spirit of the Lord ain't no joke. And the second labor of love or more love is when we are obedient to the call of God through Christ and his word, we have a responsibility. And what is that, preacher? Matthew 28, 19, 20 says, you need to go into all the world and you need to make disciples in all the nations. And you who claim to be Christians, you need to baptize them in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the name of the Holy Spirit. And then you need to teach these new disciples to obey the word of God that I have given you. And you need to be sure of this, that I am with you always. I will never leave you, even unto the end of this world. So what am I saying? I'm saying that whatever God has put inside of you, if there really is something there, you will not have the ability to keep it to yourself. You won't have the desire to keep it to yourself. If you're a beggar and you found bread, you go back and tell the other beggars, hey man, I found bread over here. You just can't keep it to yourself. The songwriter said, I thought I wasn't going to tell nobody, but I just couldn't keep it to myself. The Thessalonians told neighbors, friends, co-workers, but most of all what they did that was so admirable was in verse 9, they changed their lifestyle. Everywhere they went, people knew something was different about them. Something had happened to them. They were not the same. Everything has changed because of Christ. <laughs> the Thessalonians began to turn the world upside down, sharing the love of Christ. I know people today whose testimony is so wonderful and so real. And they say, I used to be a drunk. I used to be a prostitute. I used to be on drugs. Huh? And, and especially with Victory Outreach Church. Oh my God. <clears throat> I used to go down the skit roll with those folks. They come down there all tatted up and what have you. And you look at them and you, you get scared like, oh my God, I'm going to get robbed. And they turn around and say, man, how you doing? God bless you in the name of Jesus. Passing out food just like you. Sharing the love of Christ. And then they start telling their testimony and you feel like, wow. And they say, I can't tell enough people. And when you got real love, when you got the real spirit of the Lord inside of you, you cannot keep it to yourself. I've got the love of Jesus in my heart. And my soul looked back and wondered how I got over. 
I read a story of one missionary who said he went to one of those countries where there were no cars, no Uber, no taxis, no buses. You walked everywhere and it was just tall grass everywhere. So you kind of had to chop it as you go. And as you begin to walk it a lot, you make a path and eventually it becomes dirt as long as you keep walking on it. And these folks love the Lord Jesus Christ. And they used to walk to this missionary's hut where he would have service. And they would say, hey, what happened to so-and-so? I saw grass on his path. What did that mean? That means he stopped walking it. He stopped coming because grass began to grow on his path. And I want to ask you this morning, how many of you, there's no grass on your path because you're constantly coming back to the word of God, coming back to the service, getting that word. But some of us, unfortunately, we got grass on our path because we found other things to do. And I, I, I begin to wonder if what you have is real. Because if it's real, you might fall down, but you get back up. Verse 8 said their faith in God just spread around. Oh, there were other believers now, all because of these Thessalonians. These Thessalonians shared the word of God in so many ways, not just by word of mouth, but by how they live. Doesn't matter what you're going through. God can meet your needs. Do other folk know you belong to God? Like the Thessalonians? Folk knew. It was reported everywhere. Did you hear what happened to the Thessalonians? It was evident that God was at work in Thessalonica. How? Due to their faith, they changed the way they lived. And all they talked about was the love of God. When you have faith and love, you know what hope says? Hope says, hey, 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 hey. Let me in on this. And what does hope do? Hope helps us to endure. Acts 1.11 says, Men of Galilee, why are you standing here staring at the sky? Jesus has gone away to heaven and someday just as he went, he will return. That's why we stand gazing. That's why we live like we live. That's why we sing like we sing. That's why we talk like we talk. And that's why we walk like we walk. Because that same Jesus who went away is coming back. And while he's gone, his spirit is here with us. Yes. John 14, 19. In just a little while. I will be gone from the world, but I will still be present with you. I will live again, and so will you. Verse 10. Now, what do we do? We wait. We wait for our change to come. And how do we wait? We wait working. Living, loving, preaching, teaching, reaching out to others. 
The victory is already ours. Deliverance has already come. And now we're just watching and waiting and looking above. Filled with his goodness and lost in his love. Yes, we've got a blessed assurance. Oh, bless his name. Joel in the Old Testament said in 231, the sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the great and terrible day of the Lord comes. Huh? Oh my God. This is what Daniel was talking about in the Old Testament. The 70th week. God's going to rapture us. We won't have to worry about that tribulation. That's what Matthew 24 is talking about. That great tribulation. We won't have to worry. We are going to be raptured. Our hope is going to remove us from this world. God already has a plan to deliver us. The rapture is our hope. And our hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. We dare not trust the sweetest frame. No matter what the world tries to offer us, we know that that's temporary. What we want is eternal, is permanent. John 14, 18 says, I will not leave you as orphans. Mm, 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 mm. God has been leading us ever since, guiding us, ministering to us, comforting us, giving us strength. And the time is not yet. We don't know when it will be, but we have hope. No matter what we go through, and we will go through some stuff. We know that. But we as Christians, we don't have to be hopeless. We don't have to be discouraged or defeated. Second Corinthians 4 and 8 says, We are troubled on every side and yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. We are persecuted, but not forsaken. And we are cast down but not destroyed. Always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus Christ, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. You know what that means? That means brought forth. Everybody can see that we know Jesus. If God is for us, <laughs> who can be against us? The songwriter said, lest I forget Gethsemane, lest I forget the thorn-crowned brow, lead me to Calvary. Andre Crouch is going to come now and sing, take me back. For those of you who may have forgotten, for those of you who want to be reminded, and for those of you who want to be saved, listen to this song. This is Faith Worth Finding Ministries, Weekly Encouragements by Namware. God bless you. Keep hope alive. Take me back. Take me back, dear Lord. Yes, 
Keep hope alive. 